PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome and thank you for joining us this week on the PDPW Weekly Podcast. You know, being an effective leader or manager is more important today than ever. And in this week's podcast, Holly Green shares how the best leaders today are not only learning, but also unlearning. Here's Holly with this week's message titled, How Do You Keep Up Today? Do you feel like you're running every day without the time and space to truly pause and think just to keep up? What can you do to keep up and even get ahead as a manager or leader today? Well, one of the top secret approaches is to focus on continual learning, no surprise there, and unlearning. There are almost no jobs left that will remain the same over time, and the demands of leaders and managers are continuing to evolve. Pause and think about the changes in the past few months alone. Leaders and managers that are successful today are constantly learning and unlearning to develop themselves. It is a lifelong journey to be incredible when you work with other humans. It is a never-ending process to engage your brain and the brains of others to accomplish what you believe is best for your organization. The real challenge with this is that as successful adults, our brains are constructed to help us prove ourselves right. We like doing the same things over and over again. Traveling the same pathways that got us to where we needed to be in the past, but sometimes are not the best path for today's world and our future. And the more successful we are, the more energy we spend using the previous pathways. But the things that served us well last year or even last month might not be the best approach anymore based on all of the ongoing change around us. Successful leaders and managers today are like elite athletes in many ways. They must stay in training to stay on top of their game. The best leaders and managers have the following characteristics in common. They like to master things. They're motivated and driven to constantly get better, knowing full well that they will not and should not be perfect. They are observant and flexible. They can consider multiple perspectives to create general guidelines that help them make sense of what is going on around them. They focus on problem solving, considering current issues from the perspective of making things better versus blaming or worrying. Their thinking is characterized by a balance of the ability to visualize what could or might be and an effective day-to-day approach to get the right things done that must be done now and they can distill complexity. The most successful leaders and managers today are also self-aware. They're constantly working to become even more aware of their own intentions as well as their impact on others. They admit mistakes and learn from them. They're specific, direct, and candid with others, exposing any agenda they have and using good listening skills to really hear what others have to say rather than simply planning their next response or pretending to listen. They give effective feedback up, down, and sideways to improve everyone. The best leaders and managers today have a broad range of interests. They're genuinely curious about others, and they're able to make comparisons easily while seeing and appreciating the complexity in our world today. Certainly, the best leaders and managers today think strategically, 
They can see, understand, and appreciate the current state as well as possibilities, options, and alternatives. When dealing with today's issues, they operate from a broad, long-term perspective, which could be just a year at today's pace, and three to five-year broader guidepost. Balanced with a current state understanding, they don't take a narrow view or focus only on short-term implications. They're able to gather diverse information and make decisions in a timely manner. They're not too constrained by having to have every piece of information before they're able to move forward. And lastly, one of the key characteristics of our best and most successful leaders and managers globally today is that they're action-oriented. They get the right things done, again, making timely decisions and moving forward in an intentional way. So constantly and with intention developing yourself is the only way to improve in these areas. Getting great at anything requires practice. Many of our instinctual responses are counter to these characteristics. We're wired to react quickly, to move fast, to get easily distracted and stay with the herd versus slow down to focus, evaluate, consider others' ideas or differences, or to think strategically. We are wired to be fearful of many changes and resist them even when logic dictates otherwise. And one of the greatest biases we each have is that we believe we can do an accurate self-assessment, when in truth, others know much more about us and our behaviors than we tend to know about ourselves. This, coupled with what is known as the overconfidence effect or bias, where we have the tendency to overestimate our own abilities, makes it really challenging to direct our learning to those areas that we truly need to develop. This is why elite athletes have coaches that give them that insight, and hopefully many of you do as well. To balance the learning and our desire to travel the same pathways over and over, it is important to learn to unlearn. Huh? What did she just say? Learn to unlearn? It probably sounds like I'm disagreeing with myself all in the same sentence. So let me share a little about unlearning with you, which I think is probably one of the most important characteristics of great leaders today. Again, because it's so counterintuitive. Unlearning is about pausing periodically to think about what you are thinking about, to gain awareness in what is driving you to your decision or action, to be able to slow down just enough to think through whether or not you're just running down the same pathway or you're balancing out your experiences with any new data or information like market changes, customer evolution, new regulations or technologies, varying employee needs and wants, etc. Slowing down for a few seconds to force yourself to evaluate how and why you are inclined to act in a certain manner helps you begin to tease apart the underlying behaviors or drivers for your behaviors. When we can visit our own brain and we evaluate our thought paths consistently, we gain a much greater grasp of our own biases, assumptions, and beliefs about things. And by the way, we all have thousands and thousands of those bias, assumptions, and beliefs driving us in everything we do, we see, we think, we feel, etc. This self-awareness is a cornerstone for being a successful leader or manager today. Some of you are going to remember 25 years ago or even 30 years ago, a core management secret was reprimanding employees. 
Now that's something we all dig, right? (laughs) Just imagine if you had not unlearned that approach to leading and managing. And the world is only going to get faster and more complex. New generations are going to continue to want and need different things at work. Those dang whippersnappers. We've said that or some variation on it every single generation. So to unlearn, we've got to go one step further than thinking about what we're thinking about. And we have to actually burst a few of the beliefs, assumptions, and biases that we have. What I like to call thought bubbles. And this is incredibly hard for an adult human, particularly a successful one. After all, you're doing well. So to change things up is counterintuitive to our brains. However, logically, we all know the world is moving insanely fast and things are evolving. We just don't typically apply this to our own thoughts and drivers of action. So to burst a bubble, prompt your brain with what if questions. What if I'm wrong? What if there's another perspective? What if things changed? What if this could be done differently now? Now, you're probably not wrong. You are, after all, a successful individual. But what if you were? What data might you see and process? What alternatives might you consider? What possibilities might you explore? You know, it does not take much to prompt our brain. A quick question or a nudge can have an amazing impact on our own thinking processes. I call these prompts neuroprompts. They're quick visits to poke your brain and remind ourselves to slow down just enough to get it right, to be more intentional in our behaviors versus doing it over, to slow down again and think about what we're thinking about and tease that apart just a bit every now and then. And the really cool thing about our brain is that we cannot not answer a question. We have an instinctual response to fill in the blanks quickly. So make your questions ones that will refocus you on both learning and unlearning periodically. On creating more options and possibilities for your brain and others' brains to ponder. Your brain loves when you visit. As we talked about on the last podcast, restorative rest, which is challenging your brain without activities, both physical and mental, outside your typical work, truly re-energizes you. And any time you slow down to visit your brain can certainly be a real adventure. So think through these characteristics of great leaders and managers. And for the list of everything I've just covered, send me a note at holly at thehumanfactor.biz, B-I-Z. Or contact the PDPW office and ask for the list of characteristics of great leaders and managers today. And prompt yourself at the end of each week, take one minute and jot down your greatest learning from the week. This forces you to think back and really get ready for the next week to learn something new again. Also note from the previous week what you need to unlearn or what you did unlearn. What surprised you? What's changed? What did you need to adapt or edit or shift? Write down how you will hold yourself accountable for using your new learnings and unlearnings. So put dates and names, people who can give you feedback, etc. Do everything you can to set yourself up to be really successful at doing this. And then the end of each week, review the previous week's list before you start your new list so you can refresh and refocus your brain with intention on what is going to serve you and your organization most effectively. 
You know, <laughs> your brain is probably one of the single greatest assets you have in your organization. Take the time to really use it well. In today's world, there is no one right way to do all of the things we talk about as important for success. There are certainly advantages and disadvantages to almost every approach a leader or a manager takes. Make sure you're making informed choices and you're clear on the trade-offs of those choices. Make sure you're pausing to think about what you're thinking about. You're unlearning some old ways that got you here and worked fantastic in the past, but maybe aren't the best for today. And make sure you have ways to learn and unlearn just a little each day. I promise it doesn't hurt that much. Don't assume that learning and development thing is only good for others. Great leaders and managers know that there is much more to being successful today than just saying the right things or telling others to do the right things. Great leaders and managers today do the right things. They use their brains well consistently and constantly, acting as role models for others. After all, you're carrying it with you almost everywhere you go. Might as well use that brain of yours as much as you possibly can. Our thanks to Holly Green from The Human Factor, Inc. And more about Holly's services are available at thehumanfactor.biz. Again, that's thehumanfactor.biz. And for more info on the list of characteristics of great leaders and managers today, simply email Holly. That's holly at thehumanfactor.biz. Again, thank you for listening and supporting these PDPW weekly podcasts. To the professional dairy producers, you're the most important asset on this planet. And we wish you a healthy and productive week.